Sports Minutes with Elia Danker and Ziaul Roshan. I will leave the club at the end of the season. I can understand that it's uh, a shock for a lot of people in this moment when you hear it the first time, and um, but obviously I can explain it, or at least try. That I still take this decision probably will or shows you that I'm convinced it's the one I have to take. It is that I'm running out of energy after all the years we had together and after all the time we spent together and after all the things we went through together. The respect grew for you, the love grew for you, and the least thing I owe you is the truth. And the truth is, all Liverpool fans are shocked at this because, uh, as Curtis Jones said post-match from the FA Cup uh, overnight, um, Jurgen Klopp is the daddy of the city. Yeah, he certainly is the daddy of the city. He's a brother to all those players. And you say Liverpool fans, players are all surprised. I dare say the wider footballing world are caught by surprise with this seismic announcement. It was one of those where you will remember in due course in the future where you were when the news broke. Oh, it's seismic because it's come in the middle of the season, right? And the first reaction you would have uh, is that, oh, this is going to affect the players because Alex Ferguson did it twice. Second time, he was a bit smarter. He announced it when the league was more or less wrapped up. But the first time around, you saw everyone was like in disarray. Uh, But no, over the weekend, they proved that uh, they're banding together and they're going even stronger. I mean, with all due respect, it was... Humble Norwich at the weekend so I don't think that's the yardstick bigger test lie ahead for Liverpool in the week especially they face Chelsea and Arsenal which will really test the title credentials that this team are going for but I take your point completely they are galvanising behind Jurgen Klopp to give him that fitting farewell right because while Sir Alex Ferguson caught the team by surprise and then it caught caused a bit of disarray. I think with Jurgen Klopp Liverpool have managed it well he announced it himself as we heard earlier And then he addressed the players shortly before the news broke to the media and the wider world as well. And I think the players respect that about him. You know who I respect the most? Uh, The kind words from Pep Guardiola saying he's going to miss him because every Liverpool match was... It gave him sleepless nights. And and fair to say, you know, this, this... period of the early uh, 2010s, uh, put it that way, it's it's a Manchester City-Liverpool fight, you know? Yeah, it's The a, early 2020s maybe, yeah. Exactly, and I think that's high praise coming from someone of Pep Guardiola's yeah, esteem yeah. as well, right? And there's a lot of people in the social media world saying if not for Pep Guardiola, maybe Jurgen Klopp would have won a bit more because of, of his 90-odd point season as well. Yeah. But we talked about how much they can give Jurgen Klopp, a fitting farewell. If what Virgil van Dijk said is anything to go by, the players do seem galvanised to give Jurgen Klopp a fond farewell. Yeah, he told us in, 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 in private, of course, and, and, and all of us was were, were together. And um, like I said, you know, it was it's, it's a hard one to take. Um, but we, uh, our mindset is to focus on business, and uh, we have a lot of uh, targets still to achieve this year. And, um, why not um, finish the season, you know, on on the high and and together with uh, with celebrations for the boss as well. I almost want Liverpool to win something this season because of everything that Jurgen Klopp brought to the game, and I think more importantly in his farewell, he using the words, you know, I I'm, I'm running out of energy. He's only been at this for nine years. Other managers have done twenty over. Well, what does that say? 
to the state of the world that we're in. Yeah, I think we've at times discussed how much football there is going on and Jurgen Klopp citing tiredness as one of the reasons does say there's a bit too much perhaps. But I know a lot of people have said he's only been at the Liverpool job for nine years. Why is he using fatigue as a reason to take a time off from the game? I feel, apart from that short three, four-month break he had after Dortmund. His managerial career has gone on for about 20 years now, if you consider Mines and Dortmund. Of course, Liverpool is an entire, entirely different kettle of fish, but I think it does take a toll on a person. And someone like Jurgen Klopp doesn't just come in and win like your Ancelotti's of the yeah. world. He lives and breathes that club from the touchline, from speaking to the fans and living vicariously through the fan experience as well, right? I think that takes a lot out of a person. Exactly. And and and, and I'm on his side here, you know, especially the point where, where he's running out of energy. It takes a lot out of a person. It's really something for all of us in our corporate world. <laughs> Some would call being a corporate slave. But it does take a lot because if you don't invest emotion into a job, your job, if you don't invest emotion into a culture, your company culture, and if there is a disagreement there, which t- can happen from time to time, it's going to sap you dry. Poor Jürgen Klopp, maybe it's not because of being a manager of Liverpool, but because he is a manager of a high profile football club in England, the mm. Premier League, the most watched league in the world. Exactly. And he made reference to that in his speech plenty of times, right? I cannot lead a normal life. I, I think in this day and age that we live in, it's beggar's belief for a footballer or public icon like yeah. Jürgen Klopp to want to lead a normal life. But to the point you're making, you put yourself in that public sphere and there's no switching off from it. Yeah. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, you live and breathe in the public spotlight. I mean, if Marcus Rashford is listening, he should oh, understand the power of being a public personality. That's a different <laughs> podcast. But coming back to Jurgen Klopp, I think it has taken his a toll, but I respect him because he's doing it on his own terms. Yeah, in that fair. interview, he said, look, I know they're not going to sack me because he knows how much credit he has in yeah. the bank. Yeah. But he's decided that this is the time, the time is right for him. And I know as a Manchester United fan, it pains me to say this, but he's built this Liverpool 2.0. So the next manager coming in is coming into a good job with a good team there to Mm. try and continue the momentum. And if you are unable to struggle with understanding the pressures of dealing with the spotlight, go watch the latest season of The Crown where they talk about Prince William or even the late Princess Diana. Now, you speaking of icons, you caught up with an icon. Uh, John Anarisa was in town or is in town. Uh, what, what did you guys discuss earlier today? So, John Anarisa was in town doing some football work and I managed to catch up with him on the sidelines of this uh, World Football Legends event and obviously everybody was going to ask him about Jurgen Klopp. That's the only thing anybody wants to talk about. He had plenty to say in the way of where to next and the surprise that he was caught by. But what really stood out for me is I picked out a quote that's doing its rounds now. Jürgen Klopp famously said, it's not how what people say when you arrive, it's what people say when you leave. And I think Jürgen Klopp's reputation is at an all-time high. So I put these questions to John Anarisa to find out his take on Jürgen Klopp leaving the club. Only one place to start, the big news about Jürgen Klopp. Yeah. Your initial reaction to Jürgen deciding to depart the club? Uh, surprised, not shocked, but uh, it came out of the blue really, uh, because there's been no indication that it was going to happen. Uh, but then I think he explained it very well, uh, his, his reasons why, and I, I respect that a lot because he could easily stay there for another couple of years and just get the money and, uh, and see what happens. But uh, he listened to his body, uh, he does give 110% every time, and if he doesn't, he's not able to do that, he, he quits. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, I was surprised of course. 
And there's a lot of quotes coming out in terms of what Jürgen said. One of the famous ones is, it's not what people say when you come, it's what people say when you go. How is Jürgen going to be remembered regardless of what happens? No, I mean, he's changed the whole mentality of the club. Uh, he changed the football of Premier League. I think him and Pep Guardiola has done that in the, in the Premier League. But he, he's put this, the highest standard in the club now. Uh, so, as I said to uh, one other guy here, he said, now the club is easy to know what direction they want to go. And that's because of club. Mm. Uh, he know he put the high standards on everything around the, 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 the club and the team. So it's easy for the club to find a replacement when it comes to what they want. Uh, so uh, that quote is always going to be legendary and um, uh, he's an he's unbelievable manager. You talk about Jürgen setting the standards so high. Not just that, he lives and breathes Liverpool and that's why the fans love him so much. Yeah. Is that going to make replacing him extra difficult? Of course, but at the same time, this... <laughs> It's funny thing to say, but this happens in football, you know? People are not there for life. Uh, so, as Alice Rosen was there for 19 years or something, which is unbelievable, it never happens. But I think it's important to remember why, when club came, where we were, where we are now, what happens in, the, in between. And he will always be loved by the club. And everything happen from, that happens from now until whatever is because of him. And I know the club now uh, has some standards. I think the club probably tells them what they should be looking for, not the type of manager, but what they're looking for in, in type of personality and everything. So, um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a sad day when he has his last game, but hopefully it's going to be a good one with a trophy. Have you already tried to get a ticket to watch him at Anfield before the end of the season? Well, I, I saw yesterday online, the, the price are, are getting sky high now, because <laughs> I, but um, I have to make a phone call to the club. <laughs> you certainly have. Speaking of replacements, Xabi Alonso, number one name, former teammate of yours. Mm. Do you think it's the right time for him? I think it's the right character because uh, our, our new manager needs to, I think, need to know the club, the history of the club, uh, the fans, uh, you know, be connected to the club somewhere, somehow, uh, and also uh, have proved that he's good. Mm. Uh, and Xabi Alonso obviously does that. He's been playing there for uh, many years. and. That's a well for Bayer Leverkusen. And yes, you can say he's inexperienced because of managing, but at the same time, I would like a hungry manager to Liverpool. You know, someone who's hungry, who wants to learn, uh, who wants to come in and really prove himself that he's good enough. He's doing it at Leverkusen at the moment, uh, even though that's two different leagues and two different levels of clubs. Xabi knows the club. So obviously, I, that was my first thought that probably he's going to be at least talked to. But I'm sure there's plenty of agents who is calling around the, to their play, uh, coaches now and asking, do you want a job uh, and can I sell you in? So I'm sure Liverpool's going to be busy, mm. but I'm also sure they're going to have three, four options already on the, on the board and, and start the process uh, until... Uh, and hopefully they will have everything sorted the day after almost the club has done, so we don't have all these speculations. John, you've been in the dressing room before. From a player's perspective, there must be some uncertainty, especially those who came just this season, the likes of Soboslai, looking to work for Klopp and play for Klopp. In terms of uncertainty, how does that unsettle a player? Well, you, when you come to a new club, you, obviously you, you want to play for the manager because he brings you in, but also, also you sign for the club. You, know, you want to go to the club because it's a big club, you want to prove yourself at the highest level. So who, I'm quite sure all the players will be shocked, obviously, but uh, they are there to play for Liverpool. Uh, and not for the manager. Uh, obviously, they do that sometimes, but the reason you're signing is because of the, it's a massive club. So, uh, but yeah, obviously, they sit in the room. Uh, I'm sure he told players before he went on live with the news, obviously. Uh, but I think it's giving the players now 
bigger reason to, to play even better for the rest of the season. And speaking of playing better for the rest of the season, how strong do you want them to finish and how strong do you think Liverpool are going to finish? Well, we're in it's four competitions at the moment. Uh, I think it's going to be a couple of trophies, uh, but it's been also already a great season, but uh, it's not finished and we have the big ones left. So uh, hopefully we can... The big one I want is, is the Premier League. Uh, yes, we are a few points ahead now, but we have so many injuries. I saw Robertson back yesterday, but mm. and then City is getting De Bruyne and Holland back now, so they're going to be flying, I think. Uh, and City did last year against um, Arsenal, the same thing. So you just have to try and get people back because if you have all these injuries, we will uh, hit our brick wall sometimes and, and lose some games. But um, at the moment, looking good. And final question for me, you've spoken a lot about Liverpool and what they need forward. The Liverpool fans will be pleased to hear that. In terms of rival fans, some of them are already licking their lips at the prospect of Liverpool being weakened without Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. Any message to those rival fans to watch out because Liverpool are going to try and keep where they are? Well, it's always a difficult uh, scenario because uh, sometimes the, when the manager goes, sometimes it's because they're fired. Well, now the, the manager leaves. It's a different scenario. Uh, the manager sometimes sacked because the, the team is doing badly, mm. bad position. But we are top of the league. So it's a different scenario that way. But I understand the fans. because, But saying that, when the fans are doing that, they know how good Klopp was. So it's, it's more like a respect and, and, and gratitude for Klopp than how good the position thought he was for Liverpool. So I think uh, you can see both ways. But from my point of view, I understand that rival fans are, are, are thinking the same thing because they, they did the same with United. Of course. Uh, but we are in a different place at the moment. Uh, as a club, uh, the place we got in, young, hungry players. So uh, it's just about finding the right type of manager who can keep this going. Fantastic speaking to you, John. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. The prospect now is that Jurgen Klopp not only leaves, a lot of his backroom staff are leaving as well. Yeah, you think Liverpool's in a good place, as uh, your interview John Anarisa said, but really, when you lose these key figures, what does it mean? Yeah, I think that's a very good point that you bring up, Elliot, in terms of not just Jurgen Klopp leaving, but his assistants leaving as well. So that then becomes... Help doesn't help the transition that that you speak of in terms yeah. of bringing this Jurgen pressing high bre- high metal high octane level of football forward. So I think that's where question marks are rising. If the succession uh, plan will come to fruition, I think the good thing for the Liverpool board is they have time. And as John Anarisa alluded to, they seem to have a ready-made replacement in terms of Xabi Alonso, who I knows know, the club. Do you think it's too early for Xabi Alonso to come in? I mean, at one point, they thought Steven Gerrard was going to be the man to come in. But uh, it's a different situation in, in, in the Bundesliga. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I, I do think the spotlight is going to be so, huge, so different yeah. if he does take up the job. And I think it's not the right time for Xabi Alonso to come despite Xabi him Xabi won Bundesliga you know becomes a, a champion in his own right as a manager uh, how about that maybe I'm burnt as a Manchester United fan I'm burnt in a sense where replacing someone like Sir Alex was going to be hard and we've seen so many managers come in and take their hot seat and be burnt I don't want that to happen to Xabi Alonso because I rate him very you, highly you care, uh, <laughs> to a certain extent I guess I do and that's why my outside pick my hot take to replace Jurgen Klopp is Ange Postacoglu. I think 
He's come out. He's done well at Spurs. He's publicised that he's a Liverpool fan. And he, wow. if if in terms of personality, which is what we all love about Jurgen Klopp, I think Ange Postecoglou also wears his heart on the sleeve. And it just makes sense to me in terms of so-called having had an internship in the Premier League with Spurs, with all due respect to Tottenham fans listening in, I think Postacoglu might be a better pick to at least steady the ship, let Xabi Alonso grow a little more, let Gerard maybe grow a little in Saudi and then come to the fore. Right now, I feel Xabi Alonso is walking straight into that job because he's doing well, but also because there's not too much competition. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I was going to say Antonio Conte. Nah, I don't think the Liverpool fans will take that. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.